Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Thank you so much for joining the show. Today is Friday. After today, there's going to be only four days left selling in Q2. Hopefully, you can hit your Q2 goals. If not, you're already looking towards Q3 and beyond. Speaking of that, today, I'm going to talk about the 10-step process in surviving outside sales, no matter what phase you're in, the getting in, the dominating, or the getting out. It's all the same. And everyone phase builds on the next. So the 10 steps, you can call them principles if you like. Number one, evaluation. Number two, education. Number three, research. Number four, goal setting. Number five, establishing your plan. Number six, building your systems. Number seven, working. That's the grind part. Number eight, consistently attacking your plan. Number nine, networking. And number 10, preparing for the next phase. Again, any of these steps or all of these steps are used in each one of the phases, whether you're building, whether you're expanding, or whether you're exiting. It doesn't matter. It's the same principles as the same process. This is the 10-step process to surviving outside sales and everything it encompasses. Let's break it down. So number one, evaluation. This is where you are today, where you've been, and where you're going in the future. What are your goals? Where can this go? That's the PPF method that we talked about in an earlier podcasting episode. Past, present, and future state. What can you do in this territory? Where is it today? And where has it been? You need to, you need to learn and be educated on your territory. So evaluating that and also evaluating where are you in life? What are your goals, short, intermediate, and and long-term goals? How does this current position or how does your current role fit into your goals? Does it? If it doesn't, it might be time to start looking for a new one. Evaluation is very important. It's a self-awareness, knowing where you are, where you want to go, and how are you going to get there? Number two, education. This is about learning, not just your technical competence. You need to have that. You need to know your product services backwards and forwards. You also need to know how to explain it through the eyes and the lens of the people you're trying to sell to, your prospects or your targets or your clients. You need to know all of that. What you also need to do is you need to educate yourself on uh, advanced selling techniques, different ideas, storytelling, speaking in a crowd, rebuttals, objections. You need to learn everything you can, read books, listen to podcasts, everything, hire a mentor, hire a coach. This is the education part. The more work you do up front, the easier it's going to be in the end. And in fact, the results are going to be easy, simple. They're going to be as expected when you put in the preparation. And famous phrase I like to hear, the separation is in the preparation. No truer words have ever been spoken. All right, research. Number three, you need to be a student of your industry, your business, and your client's business and industry. You need to know everything that's going on. You need to know what they're spending money on. You need to know what they're interested in, not just trying to sell them something. You need to dive deep. And each account is going to be separate. You have to silo each account and get to know each one individually not just as a whole. It's not a, this is not a numbers game. I hate hearing that phrase. Oh, it's just a numbers game. 
Okay, good luck. See how long that lasts. If you go through and you just use the shotgun effect and you just spray your your features and benefits around, see how quickly that gets you booted out of your company. Because once you go through some of these places, they don't allow you to come through again. You have to have a proper plan and you have to know exactly why you're in there and what you're doing and how it's going to help them, period. Number four, set goals. Set an attainable goal above your quota and then set a stretch goal. A stretch goal should be something that if everything is perfect, where could I go? That is what you should be shooting for. Not the lower goals. Shoot for the moon. You can always fall short. But if you are content to where you are today, you have already failed. Set your goals and hold yourself accountable. Keep them written down somewhere. Put them in your car, the visor. Carry them on your person every day. Whatever you need to do, put them in your phone. Make it your screensaver. Have it staring you in the face every single morning. Your company is going to hold you to quota, but you are the only one that can hold yourself to the goals that are going to change your life. Number five, establish a plan. How are you going to go about this? What are the first steps? How do you get from your goal, reverse engineer it, how do you get there? There are many ways to do this, and we're going to discuss detailed plans in the future, but you have to come up with your own plan. And if you don't exactly know how to get there, ask your boss, ask your manager, ask a coworker, ask a mentor, find a coach who will help you, look online. YouTube is a fantastic resource. Literally just type in whatever you are thinking of, and it should pop up. But you have to establish a plan. You can always deviate from a plan, but if you don't have a plan, it's going to be chaos. I apologize if you're listening. I guess uh, my ringer was not off. I had a little note uh, notification come on. Apologize about that. Moving on. We just finished with established plan number six, build systems. This is when you're going to start thinking about how you can systematize what you're going to be doing. Okay. You've got a sales process, but then the system is the ways and the steps of going about it. How are you going to do it? You're going to have an introductory call, introductory email. What are you going to say? And then what are you going to do as follow-up? How are you going to pull through? What does that look like? There's a lot of different types of outside sales out there. So some, some might vary. I can expand on that on another day. But you got to build systems. After that, you got to get to work. Blood, sweat, and tears. I've gone through it. And a lot of the people that have been on the podcast have done it for decades. I used to wash cars at Enterprise in a suit in 100-degree summers. I literally would be like a wet t-shirt contest. It was disgusting. I'd be trying to sell them coverage, and there'd be a clipboard with a contract, and I'd literally be profusely dripping sweat on top of them. But I still hit my numbers. I didn't let that affect me. I pretended like it wasn't even happening. They might they have thought I was crazy, but I thought they were crazy if they tried to bring it up. After that, it was almost 600,000 miles I've driven in outside sales, covering multiple states, hundreds, if not thousands of overnights, maybe hundreds, hundreds of overnights. I don't want to exaggerate too much. Hundreds of overnights. You got to get to work. Okay. Your numbers are out there. Your sales are out there. You have to go out there and get it and consistently attack the plan. 
whatever your plan is, no days off. And what I mean by that is if you have a scheduled day off, great, but no days off, go after it every single day. When you wake up, hit it. Don't wait. Nobody is going to give you anything. You have to go out there and you have to earn it. Consistently attack your plan. Consistency will win a hundred percent of the time over short-term bursts of energy and effort. Consistency is the key. Number nine is networking. While all of this is going on, reach out to every single person within your company. Reach out to, well, the people that you can. I wouldn't say just reach out to everyone. I apologize. Reach out to the people above you, the manager, management. When you go to meetings, ask the CEO what they want. Ask the VP of sales what will make them happy. Just have conversations with people. Network in your industry. Find out who the other reps are. It doesn't matter if you compete with them today. You might be coworkers in the future. They might have an opportunity for you later. They're not the enemy right now. Now, when, when you create your plan and you have your sense of urgency, you have to understand that they're coming for your dollars, but this is not cutthroat. You're not going to slash their tires in the parking lot or something stupid like that. But you have to realize that you need to, you need to reach out and know as many people in the industry as possible and have a very good reputation simultaneously. And then the last thing is prepare for the next phase. This role you're carrying on right now is not going to be the last one. You're either going to dominate, you're going to move up through the management ranks, or you're going to move on to another company, or you're going to move out of the industry and do something and become an entrepreneur and do whatever you want to do. But the final phase is once you've gone through all of that, you prepare for the next phase. It doesn't mean you move to the next phase, but you prepare for the next phase. What would that look like? If you want to be a manager, and you haven't had any management before, and you don't know what the skills are like, start reading books, listening to seminars, et cetera. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate uh, all the people that are listening. Thank you so much for the people that have reached out. Please subscribe to the show if you wish, uh, download, share it with a friend. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can. You can reach out to Mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. Hope you all have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.